Are you ready to bridge the gap in our current healthcare system and really help people that struggle with flexibility, mobility, and weakness? Hi, I'm Kim Narker, and welcome to Rehab to Wellness Boss Podcast, a business owner successful startup podcast where I help you start, build, and grow your wellness business. Join me as I reveal real secrets to helping rehab professionals build a successful, proven wellness program that keeps their community away from reactive care. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Rehab to Wellness Boss Podcast. I have an action-packed show here, so take some notes here. Today, I want to introduce a very special guest, Robbie Wolkers. And Robbie has had three businesses that have all made over $1 million. So take that in for a second. So Robbie is a doctor of physical therapy. He's also the owner of Rehab CEOs and Rehab Pixel Consulting and Marketing Companies for Practice Owners. He's married. He has a beautiful wife, and her name is Jess, who runs her own nonprofit, Kind Mom, which helps moms break the cycle of physical, mental, and sexual abuse. And he has two amazing daughters, Hartley and Stella. And when he's not working with clients, you can find him playing a guitar, snowboarding, or learning. And Robbie, we met eight years ago at a Chad Madden event, right? I know. It's, it's crazy. I was just thinking the other day that like I did some math here, and I think my 10-year reunion or anniversary of when I graduated grad school is coming up in December. So I was just, like, it's, it goes really quick, but um, honestly, Kim, thanks so much for the introduction. I really appreciate it. And guys, like if you're learning from Kim, I've known her for the past eight years and she is a complete fireball when it comes to innovation and getting her stuff out there. And the fact that she is able to package some of the stuff that she's doing and now, you know, helping other individuals, PTAs and PTs, and even just providers coming through school, like start their businesses. Like I am pumped because I think everybody should be a business owner. That's just my mentality. So this is, this but is we awesome. Thanks so much for having money. us. <laughs> certainly yeah. make a lot more money and freeze up for some sure. time for us. So tell us a little bit of backstory of, and you owned your own clinic and yeah. uh, your other two business, kind of a little backstory on your Yeah. Lobby. So when I first Got out of grad school in 2000. And so I graduated 2012, December. And it was one of those weird programs that ended in the fall versus the spring. So then my wife actually, believe it or not, she's got a, a younger brother. So 10 years ago, that would put him at seven years old. So he was seven years old and her, her mom actually passed away. And we moved down to Virginia to help out her dad and her little brother. So when I was moving down and stuff like that, I, I went online just like everybody does. And let's look for a job. So I found a PT in chiropractic clinic. It was like a hybrid clinic, got in there for a year. Chiropractor leaned over one day and was like, Hey, would you just want to take over the PT portion? And then I'm going to go and, uh, you know, just do the Cairo because my kids are getting older. I just want to see a couple clients, not run this whole big thing. Do you want to do this? And I said, absolutely. Like this, this is all I wanted to do. I don't have to start my own thing. I could just buy somebody else's, but then there was this thing called money. So you actually have to have money and loans and stuff. So as the as a new grad making like 60K a year with like, I think, I don't know, 170 grand in student loan debt, the banks were really, they weren't really too keen on giving someone capital to buy like a half a million dollar practice. <laughs> so I actually linked up with a, a partner. Um, he was someone I was doing home health with because, you know, you got to do the outpatient thing. I got to do home health to make your money. 
So that's what I was doing. And then I started with, um, I linked up with him to buy the practice and we were business partners for about five or six years. And then I got to the point where, uh, this is interesting. Cause I was, just, I noticed it's, it's weird. Cause I'm in a lot of different groups and stuff like that online. And I see like the PT groups. And then I see my other friends that are like, you know, just crushing them with some things. And I was like, well, maybe I should do coaching and consulting. So I got into that thing while I was a clinic owner. I linked up with eight great guys. Like we're all really good friends. And um, I got to the point where we grew that business. But then I got to the point where when I sold my shares of my company to do coaching and consulting full-time and some marketing, I was just like, well, it's hard to split a dollar eight ways, nine ways. So I'll just go and do it on my own. So then I kind of broke off from them and just started my own kind of business for not just PTs, but we work with a couple of chiros and OTs too. So that's why it's rehab CEOs. And ever since we've been very blessed and fortunate and uh, man, I got some nuggets there for all of those, especially like, you know, setting up your businesses properly. Cause you, you mentioned some numbers there, Kim, and it yep. sounds impressive, but realistically it's not as impressive as, as you think, especially the first two, because it was just like, we've almost did eight figures in sales in our PT clinic, but because the margins are so small, like we didn't have much to show for it. So that's exactly. why I got a little, that's why I got a little like, well, what's going on here with the coaching business and stuff. Let me check that out. And, you know, even though we did a million in online sales over a couple of years for the coaching business, like I said, it was still split between like eight. nine people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eight or nine people, including myself. So then I got to the point, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to do my third business, <laughs> how am I going to set this thing up for two purposes? Number one was my time. Cause I got little kids now because I got a seven and three year old. So I'll, I didn't want to be like a, a you know, kind of imprisoned to my business, the whole, like, you know, just working 70 hours. So I, I wanted to make sure I set it up that way. But then at the same time, I want to make sure that I set it up in a way that like, I didn't need like 400 clients. I just needed a little bit, but mm-hmm. still be able to produce a, a good income and stuff like that. It's been a lot more efficient for everybody. So I, I appreciate it. Just like, you know, you're starting your own thing. Come on now. <laughs> it's, it's funny. You, you go, I have to, when you talk to your attorney like this, that I've done with a stretch mobility coach, I've had to consult with the con- attorney because, you know, how do you do this as a whole? I'm inventing yeah. it. It's whole, yeah. everything's new. So it's trademarked and there's affiliate license, there's certifications. It's, you know, so the attorney goes, you're going to have to start another business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, it, it makes yeah. sense, but it's cool though. Cause you're like, you get that, uh, you get that re- hit the refresh button. You're like, you know, if I could do it all over again, how would I do it? You know, and that's one thing about me. Like one thing I, you know, I'm a, I'm, I, you know, I listen to Tony Robbins, some of these guys, and they talk about burning the boats. And it's just like, when I, when I make that decision to go all in, I'm all in. So, you know, I think that's one thing I, I don't mind like cutting one thing off and starting something new and fresh and try to do it all over again. And I think that's uh, pretty cool. And to hear your story too is, uh, is, is pretty inspiring. It's been, I mean, I'm truly blessed. I do know that. So for the nuggets today, I want to yeah. talk about how new owners that mm-hmm. have just opened their solo practice. And I don't know if I mentioned to you or not, some of these will be doing brick and mortar on their own. Okay. And maybe they're at a gym or they're at a Cairo office or something like that to start off with, you know, more economically, or they may be doing mobile mm-hmm. <clears throat> with this. Okay. I mean, what better than to go to somebody's house and do stretching for them, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> So, but a lot of these new owners will struggle with mindset around running a successful business. So let's jump in. Let's give some tips on what they can do and what they really need to focus on when they start their business. Yeah. And I think this is key because I've learned this way down the road versus in the beginning. That's why I'm at the point now where I'm like, if I had to do this over again, how would I set things up? Because when I first started, you you have to go on the, the assumption, like we're just physical therapists or physical therapy assistants. 
Mm-hmm. Like we, we are not business owners. And one thing about PT in Cairo that's interesting, and I got exposed to this when I took over, when I was able to work with the PT in Cairo, like she was just flabbergasted that we have no business experience, not even business experience, but like no marketing experience, you know, no, like how to do your books and how to like nothing. Sales, sales, how to do sales. Yeah. And and marketing sales, like I didn't know the difference when I first started, but they're completely different Mm -hmm. (laughs) marketing sales and advertisement, right. And branding. Right. So you're like, I thought they're all similar, but they're all different. So when it comes to that stuff, you have to realize, like, first of all, you have to know your own skill set, right? So you have to know, like, your own, like, because you either have a mindset, skill set, or tool set, right? You have to kind of have all three to make this thing work. And I think realistically, is in order to have the things, like you mentioned, people want six figure businesses and you know make more money than they're currently making and all this stuff. That's what you want to have, right? But then you kind of got to go backwards a little bit and figure out what you need to do to have those things. But then realistically, from a mindset standpoint, you have to become, right? So if you're just a, not just a PT or PTA, like we've worked hard to get there, but at the same time, it's just like you're not a business owner and you're not a leader. So like, what do I need to do to transition into that position? Well, you have to go out and you have to get materials and books or coaches and stuff like that. So I think in the beginning, most people are like, well, I don't have the money to spend on that stuff. I just got done with PT school or PTA school and I spent all this money. I don't have anything else for personal development. And realistically, I I find it funny because these are the same people that are going to go and buy a mortgage for a house (laughs) in in a couple of weeks. So people always like will be able to find money either you either borrow or you loan or you leverage or either, you know, ask somebody. Right. Or you go out and earn it before you can invest it. But people will always find cash flow to to do things. So I think in the beginning, what, what really took me a long time as I, I didn't surround myself with people who were at the level I wanted to get to. I, I tried to figure it out on my own. So realistically, what I would highly recommend first from a mindset standpoint is you have to commit to becoming an owner of a business, whatever that looks like. So you have to commit to the ownership and everything that goes with that. You have to set your vision and your your mission and your core values. And you got to figure out all this, you know, maybe you want to build a team. What does that look like? You know, and then you got to know your numbers. You got to know, because okay, we were talking, you know, maybe eight to 12 visits a day, you know, one-on-one, 40-minute uh-huh. treatments. Uh-huh. So I think people just don't know their numbers when they first start. So it's just like, you know, you're starting, you're not, you're not going to want to work five days a week. So you got to do some marketing and all this other stuff. So let's just call it three days, you know, 30 visits, two times a week, three times, one time. How many times do they come in a week? Two times a week and they'll decrease down um, okay. to one time a week. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're reversing that way, like, Hey, I want to have a full clinic. I want to get this thing started. You know, how do I do this? It's like, well, sounds like you need 30 slots coming two times a week. You know, you could give or take some people might only schedule one, some none, whenever, but it's just like, you only need 15 to 20 people to fill your clinic to start. Uh So it's just like, then the, then you have to start answering yourself. Empowering questions is key. Like, how do I what do I need to do? Who do I need to become to attract 15 clients into my business to start? For so long, I see so many owners, they open their doors and they think people are just going to come. Like it's the field of dreams. If you build it, they will come. But realistically, you got to go out and get it. You got to put in the hard work. So then the other thing would just be surrounding yourself with people who are above at the level. So if you look at someone, if you guys are all here, your audience members of Kim, Kim did it before. She's doing it now and she's teaching other people. Because the first thing is like, can I do it? 
which he had success with. Congratulations, Kim. And then the next thing is just like, can I teach this to other people? And then she was able to teach it to other people and they got results. Uh So now all of a sudden she's got the blueprint for not only does it work for me, it works for other people. And then you're going to be able to learn from Kim either on her podcast, or I'm sure she's got a whole bunch of coaching and stuff that she does in courses, which is great. But at the same time, it's just like, you have to become the person who's willing to invest in taking things to the next step, next level. And I think that's where a lot of people fall short is they open their doors and they just say, all right, here we go. But they don't take the time to actually read the books or become the person. So that, that would be my mindset advice there. Big, big nugget you said and you hit on here was to surround yourself with people that mm-hmm. are already doing better than what you're doing. And you know what? We're in this internet time that you have so many great groups out there and mm-hmm. you've got owners asking questions in this group and you got owners asking questions in this group. And now all of a sudden where you thought you should focus and you're told to focus, you go squirrel, squirrel, yeah, squirrel. Yeah. And that could really, really hurt you in the beginning. If you're not really focusing on, you know, the areas that you need to focus on to start your practice. And again, get back to that. How do I get 15 people? That should be where you need to be. Not, okay, I don't have 15 people or somebody fell off. You know, how do I now, what do I do? Do I need to go spend money on Facebook? Do I need to go, you know what I'm saying? Focus, really focus on really building because like you said, they need to, you didn't touch on this, but we talked about it a little bit before Mm -hmm. um, in our last episode. These people need to be able to grow word of mouth referrals. Oh yeah. 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 So two parts of that, and I'll I'll get to that in a second. You mentioned the group thing, right? One of the biggest things I tell my client, especially like our inner circle clients is you, so we call like, um, (laughs) I basically have a day where they kind of go through like, you know, go get your haircut, you know, go clean your car, get your life in order. Like you spend a Saturday, like get all these to do's to done, you know, whatever. So it's like million dollar days, just like go through everything and get that congruency in your life. But the next thing is just like, go into Facebook and remove yourself from groups that don't serve a purpose anymore. Uh Like I was a group junkie and just got in there. Now I'm only in like 10 groups because it's just like, you'll see things and you'll squirrel and it'll take you so far away from where you're trying to get to, which is key. Now, the other thing that you were mentioning is, is as far as like, like startups and stuff like that. So there's two things here. If you're in business for more than three years, you should, and the keyword is should, have goodwill built up in your business. So you should be getting most of your referrals and we call it the five pillars, like the five pillars of marketing. So number one would be your active patients or active clients. You're making sure that they're getting results and success and whatever that looks like. Number two is gonna be your past clients right? So either they're going to come back and buy more packages or they're going to do word of mouth referrals for you, Mm -hmm. right? Or maybe by chance you work with an HR manager or a director of a large company and they start just pumping in referrals to you. Oh, you got to go see Kim. She's the best, right? Mm -hmm. So you got the past patients either coming back or referring. Then you have something I like to call, I kind of took this from Chet Holmes, uh, even Russell, where they call the dream 100. Mm -hmm. I don't think the PT practice owners or stretch mobility coaches need a hundred referral sources, I think you only need 25. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I call mm-hmm. it the practice 25 method. Mm-hmm. Where basically what I just do is I come up with 25 people. The, the number one question we ask is who's, who's got my patients or who's got my clients? <laughs> you know, it's just who's got them. And then you just write them maybe a Trello board or a Google sheet, you know, just write their information out and then go and reach out to these people. Cause it's really easy to have relationships with 20, 25 people than a hundred, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, and I sit there and it's funny because when we look at some of our client lists, you know, we look at the client list and all of a sudden it's like 500 referral sources. 
it's like, well, who, who do I start with? And it's just like, go to see who's referring to you already, you know, who already knows you, who already likes you and trusts you and keep building relationship, not just with them, but the other doctors in their facility, or, you know, maybe you everybody like listen, a, everybody listen. Yeah, this I is mean, huge. So, so this is key. It's just like, you get to the, like, people make this so hard and you know what, this bothers me, Kim, and I'm, now you're going to get me all fired up when you know, marketing, you have to throw other forms of marketing under the bus to promote your marketing. Right. So if you're running Facebook ads or Google ads, or you're doing cold audience email, you have to say the physician referrals are dead or business referrals or whatever. I grew my practice on physician referrals. Like we grew to over like $1.6 million in company sales each year. And I, people would always ask me like, are you running Facebook ads? And I'd be like, not really. <laughs> so now granted, I, you know, we took over a practice that was there and there's some goodwill there, but when you have goodwill, it's, it's game over. So marketing, you have to, people leverage like, you know, Hey, don't physician referrals are dead and direct access. And you got to do all this stuff. But I'm telling you guys right now, nothing is better than referrals in relationships, nothing, but it has to be a bird dog. It has to be reciprocated. You do something for their clients. They do something for your clients. Right. I think that's where a lot of people mess up referrals. Like Kim, me and her are on the podcast together and stuff like if we ever linked up for something, it's just like, okay, well, how could I help you? How could you help me? Right. right? It's not just like, give me, give me, give me. Cause what's going to happen is I'm going to stop giving because she's just taking. Uh-huh. Right. So uh-huh. it's just like, so that's where I think a lot of people mess that up. The next one is you got to become findable. Like I see so many people, they're like, yo, what do you think about Facebook ads? I'm like, I don't even see you on Google. <laughs> like, like Google is where people are actually searching for help. You know, Facebook is just like, oh, look at that dog. Look at that cat. Oh, by the way, physical therapy, right? It's a pattern interrupt. So make yourself findable on things like YouTube and have really good videos and content. You know, there's that takes five minutes to do a video, right? You could even do YouTube live now where you could go YouTube live and don't even need to film the vi- or edit the video. Just make it live and it goes right to your page. Really easy. Uh-huh. You know, Google my business. You should have a page set up. Right. So I'm, I'm, I'm just throwing out some things here, Kim. Hopefully Which that's are okay. totally important because these are free ways of getting referrals. You just yeah, free ways get to get something referrals. out there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like, so the five pillars are like, you know, your active clients, when they come in, make sure you deliver a huge experience so that they refer friends and family past patients you want to have coming back. You know, then you have the physician, you know, dream 25, that could be anybody who has, you know, anybody who has access to your clients, like uh-huh. school systems, athletic trainer, like whatever, like whatever massage uh-huh. therapist, whatever it is. Uh-huh. Then you want to get to the point where you're findable, you know, search marketing is what I call that. And then the last one is going to be, which is search. Market. And just to clarify, cause these are new business owners. You're yeah. talking about search okay. engine optimization. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about like, make sure you have a website or something for them mm-hmm. to go to, or like a landing page to collect information or like someone's going to actually go online and search for information, local search, right? So right. older individuals are kind of on Bing and Yahoo, you know, newer individuals or, or even middle-aged or more on your Google platforms. Yeah, YouTube is owned by Google. So that's really good. Some people are asking me about TikTok. I'm fine with TikTok. I just think that, you know, there is some local components to it. I just, you know, your video might go viral and you got people from Oklahoma calling and ask to get stretched. And I, I just don't, it doesn't make Can't sense do to me. Yeah. Right. So I always try to do more local stuff. You know, news reporters are looking for stories. So nothing better than a new shiny object called, you know, stretch mobility coming to the area. What the heck is that? So, and then why is this important stuff? So you could do a local news segment. There's tons of ways to kind of, you know, get in front of people, but yeah, people actively searching for services, you know, is really good, but you got to think about it. Most people are looking to get out of pain and not look for healing. So they're going to be like, you know, Hey, I sprained my ankle. What do I do? Right. So you want to have good content there. Believe it or not though, Robbie, there are tons of people looking at tightness. So it's starting to interfere. 
tightness is huge. And so that's where tightness, we get a lot posture of correction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would, I would hit on mm-hmm. all these um, COVID just happened. So breath work. So how is yep. stretching important to improve your breathing? Like people like women always come into the clinic and they're like, Oh, my neck. Um, you know, I got migraine headaches and I say, okay, put one hand on your stomach, one hand on your chest and they go, and then they take a deep breath in and I'm like, okay, we're going to reframe your way you're breathing because 10,000 plus times a day you're breathing with your upper respiratory muscles. So let's exactly. fix that and all your stuff will go away. So sometimes it's just, you know, whatever that looks like. Right. And then the last one, and this is interesting because this is when you're a new practice owner, you don't have goodwill. So you already knocked off three pillars. So you, right. you're active patients, you know, you're going to get a couple trickled in, but they're not going to change your practice past patients. Well, not to sound a certain way, but you don't have any. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then the last one is you got to build that referral relationship. So that takes a little bit of time or, and even, even the SEO and, and the search stuff that takes a little bit of time. So when it comes to paid advertisement, it's kind of the only pillar you have between sweat equity, which is going out and building those relationships and marketing or paying for people to come in. Right. So paid advertising, either Facebook or something like that. I think where a lot of people get themselves in trouble is they go and they say, well, I can't afford Facebook because it's too pricey. And it's just like, well, it's, it's not pricey if you learn how to do it, because then you could just spend money on your ad spend. It is pricey if you try to find an agency that tries to pigeonhole you into their templates mm-hmm. instead of trying to learn it themselves. Because like you're a mobility coach and I guarantee I don't know any stretch mobility agencies out there that specialize in just that. Right. So by, for you learning how to do this stuff, you know, throw a video up, a little bit of copy and targeting, you could have an ad up and running in 15 minutes for just $5 a day. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's, it's not, it doesn't take much, but I think that that's where a lot of the stuff that you're teaching comes into play it's just like people need to go in with the mindset. This talks about like becoming the person, like you don't just open your doors and putting four figure or five figure worth of work and expect to have a six or seven figure practice. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like you need to become obsessed with running and scaling your practice. Cause here's the thing. If you have a good product and you know, you're really good at what you do, then it is your moral obligation to help as many people as you can in the community. Because if you don't, they're going to go to a competitor someone who might not be as skilled and they're going to be more set back and put it not, not just, hopefully they'll get better, but sometimes they don't. And then it puts a really bad taste in their mouth for our profession. So if you know that you have a moral obligation to help as many people, right. You have to do it because you have to come from a place that I need to help these people because generally they're going to get better, but then also we're going to be able to promote our services, which is PT, PTA, or even stretch mobility which a lot of that has more of a negative connotation anyways. People don't even know what we do. Mm-hmm, so that, mm-hmm. There you go. Hopefully that yeah. was valuable for you guys. Oh, That's huge. kind of the five pillars of marketing you guys could get started. So that, that'll be good. <laughs> yeah. And then hit on one little thing for me. So um, marketing materials, you still have to have business cards and things like that. You have to spend money on those things when you're getting started, because that's a way of leaving behind something so that that person that you just introduced yourself to knows you. Yeah. And I I think that's really interesting because like most people, like they want to start a business, like you need to understand something like most businesses out there do for capitalism, right? They, they go and they get joint venture partners and they, they take out loans and they're 150 K deep in (laughs) debt before they even open their doors. Like something that Kim's showing you is to be able to do some of this stuff with more sweat equity, a little bit of money towards maybe some paid advertisement and then some marketing materials. Like you have to spend some money to start your business. You don't just start at zero and then go from there. And people be like, well, I don't have money. It's just like, listen, I'm going to let you in on a little bit of a secret. And it's kind of interesting now that I don't have a practice. I didn't realize how 
much leverage I had versus when I didn't have a practice. But banks love doctors. They love providers who are opening up a medical clinic. Mm -hmm. So even if you need to take out a small loan, right? I know PT loans, ah, but it's just like, you have to take, maybe even just borrow a little bit of money, 15, 20 grand to get started. So that way you could pay yourself. Because I think the worst thing to do when you're starting your business is to be in survival mode. You make really poor decisions. Poor, like poor. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you're worrying about payroll or you like your home bills. So look at your home bills. What does it cost you? Maybe it's cost like four grand a month to run your whole student loans and your mortgage, whatever. And you're just like, okay, four grand a month. I'm going to give myself four months to get the stretch mobility thing up. So I need to take out a loan for 16, a little bit of marketing fees, 20 grand loan. Right? Uh-huh. You guys should be. And then. I don't know about you, but if I was running a cash pay stretch mobility, I would be the premium stretch mobility. I want to be a $50 for what I would be. I would charge a premium price to work with these hands. So it's we we charge $105 a visit. Oh, there you go. So yeah, I would just start, I mean, and and I would run even high ticket packages, um, Mm -hmm. subscription models, right? Mm -hmm. So I would Mm -hmm. like, you know, packages are cool. And and you could even run subscription models where I get 20 people in paying me a hundred bucks a month. Now I know I have two grand a month cash flow, like, so, or whatever the math is there, right? So it wouldn't be a hundred bucks because that's one session. So whatever you guys are charging. <laughs> so, we, we have so, it. So our, yeah, my okay. whole program, they, it walks them straight into a membership oh, model, so which good. is pretty cool, yeah, but, but it's so because good. it's prevention. So it's totally yeah. necessary. But, yeah. As far as this guy's list, here's the nugget, go to canva.com, get yourself a free account, make, you know, go online and look up some like graphic design cards and things that kind of pique your interest and look good. Model those. Here's the thing, little... Robbie. So ours are done for those? you. Oh my gosh. I, you're the best. <laughs> Already done. So, All they literally have to do is go. I want business cards. I want ah, that so cards. Cool. I want this. They check it, and the printer drops it to them and with oh, their oh information goodness, on it. Then just take click and buy your hundred cards for fifty bucks or whatever it is. Or and then they cheap. get a website, a done for you website too. I mean, they get everything, but it's not. I mean, they don't have it. It's not optimized anything My like goodness, that. This is like business in a box. Like you guys, this you guys don't get that anywhere. So this is really cool, Kim. Yeah. yeah so Kim already handles most of this stuff for you guys. So if you guys are in her program, you already know the goodness. And if you're watching this podcast, it's just it's a no brainer. So yeah, because that's the stuff, guys. It's it's like you have to. Like we we talk about mindset, you can't, you can't grow a seven figure business with a five figure mindset. You have to kind of think big. You have to go bigger. You have to do the things. And the cool part about business, and Kim will tell you this too, it's so easy to win in business because most people are unwilling to do the work. Right. Like it, it is so easy to show up every day and be above and beyond and have high energy and care about your people and just oozing with that like congruency that you're going to help people. And people are going to be like, I want to be around Robbie or I want to be around Kim or I want to be about insert whatever your name is. It's just because people want to feed off that energy because most people are coming in your practice low energy. So if you could show up like all this high energy and be larger than life for these people, they're going to want whatever it is that you are selling, whatever you're taking, which is cool. So I think that that's really cool to, you know, walk away from. And then one thing with Kim, and I, I've gotten this a couple of times, but one thing with Kim is just like, wow, you are the same person that I see online. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's some congruency to that. So it's just like so many times you meet people, they're like, you know, what's going on guys, you know, click one in the comment section and blah, blah, blah. And then you meet them in person and they're like, oh, what's up? And you're like, oh, it's kind of a bit let down. <laughs> Like, I thought this person was, you know, hey, it's Robbie from the group. It's like, oh, okay. You know, what's up, man? I'll just be over here with my introverted self. 
<laughs> and it's just like, oh, okay. But so many times like you meet Kim and it's just like, wow, you're like the person that I see online and you're always bringing it, like, which is really cool. So that would be my biggest thing, guys. Just, some, just to wrap that all into one package and give it back to you from a mindset standpoint, like you have to become the person. You got to start reading some different books. Like Kim's got some recommendations. I'm sure you could just reach out to her. I don't give book recommendations unless you're asking because I don't want to give you something that takes you further away from your journey. So reach out to Kim if you need some book recommendations on becoming a leader. But then the next thing is just like understand marketing right now. You're a new practice owner. Like you have to understand that there's going to be some sweat equity to build referral relationships, right? You have to deliver a wow experience to your clients, right? Every because time. Every, every time. single time. Yeah, because one becomes two and two becomes four and four becomes nine. It's four becomes eight. <laughs> eight becomes <laughs> 60. And then it goes, right? I'm, I'm right. not a math guy. That's why I use calculators to figure right. it out for me. But then at the same time, you have to deliver such a good experience, right? And then one little tip for that, that I, that has changed the way that I treat people is just like, if someone's on the table with me and going through and I'm treating them, I'm always in the mindset that like this person, when they leave my facility is going to be asked by 10 people, how was their PT session or how is their, so what do you want that person to tell those people about the session? Eh, it's Okay. Or was it like, oh my God, Robbie is just incredible. Like the things he did, like I've never experienced that before, right? So you have to kind of go in with the mindset, this person's going to talk to people. They're going to post on their social media that they, they're going to let the, all their co-workers know that I, I'm going to stretch mobility today, right? <laughs> and then when they go in the next day, how was it? It was like, worst $100 I've ever spent. <laughs> and you just lost a lot of money. You, you just lost. lost a lot of money with that. Yeah. And, and that was the biggest thing for me is you did not just lose a client. You lost a community and that's mm-hmm. like, holy smokes. Like the, the different pillars that are out there, you know, Oh, that person was a curmudgeon anyways. Like what? No. I, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I chase Hughes. This is really good. He chased Hughes, And if you guys follow like Chris Voss would never split the difference. Chase Hughes is another, like with Eli Wild, who's like one of Tony Robbins, like top salesperson. He always says that everybody's wearing a mask. Everybody, no matter what. So it's just like, no matter what they are, they have something going on. Everybody's wearing a mask. Your job is to see who's behind the mask. And then, so it's just understand if someone shows up angry or they're, you know, whatever, just know they're in pain. They got cortisol released and they're agitated state. So you want to peel back the mask and work with them. And once you do, that's how you create your raving fans. So that that would be my Do not look at them and go, they're just grumpy and, and make an excuse as to why you couldn't get with them. You have to really peel back. I think that mask analogy is great. Yeah. Well, and, and we were talking about beliefs and be do hat, right? All that stuff, right? You got to understand you have to make your patients go through the same, like they're not just showing up, laying on a table, stretch them and go home, right? There's yeah. more to this, Kim, mm-hmm. right? So it's just like, you got to get them to the point where it's injury prevention and wellness and taking care of your body and, you know, becoming the new version of yourself. Like I always, I always tell people we're working out and stuff like that. I, I heard a really good analogy. Hopefully it's okay for the podcast and not too gross but I was a basketball player. And he said, I went through high school training and stuff like that. And it was really good. But then when I went to college, like, you know, they pushed us a little bit. It was hard, whatever, no big deal. But I was able to go to professional basketball. And when I started to see how they were running, like every single practice, he said, I would just lean over and just throw up. Like whatever I had the next day, I would just throw up. But he's like, you know, the coach came over and he's just like, Hey, you understand what's happening right now? He's just like, yeah, coach, I'm, I'm working hard. I'm throwing up. He's like, you're shedding the old person that you used to be. Mm-hmm. He's like, because the old person you used to be wasn't a champion. 
And I was yeah. like, wow, that's so good. I was like, that's so good. So it's just like that symbolism of like, you know, getting rid of that weakness and whatever you want to pull from. He's just like, I need to push you to the point that if it's hard in practice, it's going to be easy in the game. He's like, a lot of people don't pre- prepare, you know, the way they need to. And that's why the game is hard for them. That's why running a business is hard yep. for people because they're not becoming the person that they need to be. So that, that would be my big takeaways for the day. Hopefully you guys learned something. <laughs> lots and lots of nuggets here, Robbie. So tell us a little bit more about how people can get in touch with you if they want to get in touch with you. Yeah. So that's the really good information. So we, we work with more like practice owners who've been around for a little bit individuals who's, who are looking to grow. So they're winning, right? They just want to win bigger, right? This is like, Hey, we're doing well, we're growing a little bit, but I feel like we could grow bigger. So I always tell our clinic owners that we're trying to get them to like 30 to 50% more revenue or more business or whatever year over year. So the way that we do that is you, we got a lot of good free information. We even have a challenge. You can get into rehab CEOs. Um, so it's just R E H A B. CEOs to CEOS.com. And then you can do backslash community. That'll take you to our free Facebook group or backslash challenge. And then that takes you to our attract more patient challenge. So some of you guys might actually benefit from that because it's just, I know okay. Kim's got some really good stuff, but we walked through our five pillar system and stuff like that too, which is really cool. So, but yeah, Kim, this has been great. I like this podcast. Is, I know, I know. Sometimes I beats coaching, but this is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I am so happy that you came on this. I yeah. totally appreciate it, Robbie. You are just, like I said, you're one of the reasons that I've pushed through and I've got to where I yeah. am today. Well, I'm super pumped for you, Kim. And you know, you, I, I don't know if you guys see it, I see it, but Kim is like here and like, she's going to just be up here, like, and just explode this thing really soon, but not, not just for her, but just for the life she's going to be able to impact. Helping the people. PT, yeah. The PTs and the PTAs that are out there that are, you know, you got into this profession and you realize you're kind of at that level one, you know, where there's a little bit of a ceiling there. And it's just like, I could only make 60, 70, some of you might be fortunate to make, you know, 90, hundred K, but you have to get to the point where you're in control of your revenue and there's no ceiling for how much you could make. Cause you're going to start with only you, but then you're going to build a team. And then those team members are going to get team members and you're going to just roll this thing into real cool. And at the end of the day, we might be stretching everybody in the USA and beyond. So that's, that's well, be well goal, we're in, right? we're in, I think five states now, five, five states, states now. already. There mm-hmm. you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a, so something really cool. I have a Google map for like where my clients are. So I could just see, and I'm like, oh my gosh, we're like national. And it's just like pretty cool. So make sure when you get people coming in with you, you're, because you, you start to see your, your blueprint and your footprint out there. It's really cool. So I love it. That's actually a great idea. I might do that, Robbie. Yeah. Cause then you push yourself. You're like, but we got to get New Hampshire. Let's go. <laughs> That's the <laughs> so next really one. Good. All right. Well, Hey, I really appreciate it, Cam. Anytime I could help you out with anything, just, just let me know. And everybody listening to this podcast, honestly, just, you know, start implementing, don't just consume content. You know, you got to actually become a product producer and not just a content consumer. And once you make that shift too, things will really change for you in your life. So hopefully that works. Absolutely. Thanks again, Robbie. Hey, all the best to you and your lovely family. And hopefully we can get you back on the show again sometime. Awesome. Thanks, Kim. Thanks for having me. See you guys. (laughs) All right. We'll see you. joining us today on the Rehab to Wellness Boss podcast, where you, a rehab professional, can start, build, and grow your very own successful wellness cash practice. If you're ready to level up and become a stretch mobility coach, then head on over to our website, www 
thestretchmobilitycoach.com. This website will take you through the next steps needed to practice as a stretch mobility coach. Come on over. 